You're listening to Talk Soap. The first rule of Talk Soap is that we do Talk Soap. So lather up as the host catch you up in the week of Daytime Dish. Now, here Try that again. You're listening to On Air with Douglas, where fans are connected to their favorite celebrities, the latest in pop culture, and general banter with your hosts. Now, here they are, Douglas and Jamel. Hello, everybody, and welcome to On Air with Doug. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm so used to doing the Talk Soap show that that I had that set as my intro. Um, As we await for Eric's uh, call, I just want to say welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you so much for coming in and uh, listening to our chat with Eric Braden this afternoon. Uh, It's an afternoon show, so if you don't catch it live, be sure. I hope you catch it on the the archived. Uh, The same link that's been posted all over social media will still be utilized for tonight and later on as well. Also, don't forget we have a new show, a third show called The Spill Tea, uh, and it will be debuting its second episode tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to have two giveaways. And also, after our interview today with Eric Braden, please stay on because we have a 15-minute tribute that we put together for Victor Newman that I want to pay homage to. Um, and also um, a little bit of after-show talk about some other things that are coming up that are exciting for both all three of our shows, On Air with Doug, Talk Soap, and The Spilled Tea. A lot of great stuff coming up. Uh, So I'm over here on the West Coast. I always have to think which direction I'm at. So I'm coming Uh, to you live at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. And, of course, Jamel, my partner in crime, he's covering us on the East Coast over there in uh, Brooklyn. How is Brooklyn today? Oh, Brooklyn is fine. Brooklyn is it treated me better today. It is it's it's still cold, but it's mm-hmm. um it's it's quite beautiful. I'm really I'm in love with it. Just had to bundle up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is it is getting kind of cold. I'm over here. I'm about 90 miles north of LA and after a 108 degree summer all summer, it's nice that fall's gotten here and it's in the 70s, 60s. 50s at night, so it feels good. It kind of reminds me of home back in Indiana. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's been it's but been some, nice. So somewhere it was a hundred last week. Somebody was on Twitter in L.A. or somewhere saying, "I, I can't believe it's November and it's a hundred. And I was saying, "Where is that?" Because I think it was, you know, this boy who's um, he's a he's a twerker. We we talked to him for a minute, and he's in some part of L.A., maybe West Hollywood, somewhere. But said so it's a hundred degrees. That was last week. I, I couldn't believe it. Yes, that's that's pretty crazy. But you never know. I mean, it's it it's the, the weather can be so shaky and crazy. You know, it's colder now in the West Coast than it was years ago. So mm-hmm. uh, climate change or whatever it is that's going on out there. So uh, fans <laughs> just hang tight. I was told by his PR person that he would be calling in a few minutes late. So uh, just hang tight as Jamel and I just talk. Um, um, so yeah, I'll go ahead and, and you know until he, he pops up, I'll go ahead and talk about um, tonight's giveaways over at the Spilled Tea. We have two good giveaways. We have our co-host, one of our new co-hosts of Talk Soap and the Spilled Tea. His name is David O'Quinn, and he has a book out. 
and he's going to be giving away a book to one of our listeners. So uh, when we do that part of the show, uh, the fifth caller will win a free autographed copy of his debut book. And I'm very excited to, uh, to help promote that book. And Kim Douglas, uh, wife of Jerry Douglas, who plays John Abbott on Young and the Restless, she was on our show last week, and she said, the next time you do the spilled tea, I would love for one of your listeners to get a Bliss Happens gift basket. And that's going to include a whole bunch of great things in there, including her, her, her book, Bliss Happens. Uh, so we're going to do another uh, uh, contest tonight for the, the, the fifth caller, and we'll be giving that away. So without further ado, we are going to bring the one and only Mr. Eric Braden on the on the line. Eric, are you there? Hello? Yes, Eric, this is Doug. Hey, Doug, how are you? What's Good. Going on how, are, how are you doing? <laughs> well, what can I tell you? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, this, time, this time around, you know, you were on last year, and I, I got to see you this summer for a quick minute. Uh, this, I have a co-host. His name is Jamel. So, Jamel, go ahead and say hello to Eric. Hello, Mr. Brayton. How the hell are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm the hell fine. Thank you. All right. Cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. I have a new phone. I don't know how to do Twitter yet. Oh, yeah. Phone. Oh, yeah, no, I did. I, 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 it drives me nuts, but I will get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been no working problem. too long or too hard. Yeah, well, yes, we definitely can tell you've been working hard. You've been uh, uh, Victor's been up to no good as usual. So uh, up to no good. good. Yes, yes, it's <laughs> it's, uh, it. it's it's good. Um, and uh, it, it's just been so great to see uh, you and Melody Thomas Scott in so many scenes. It's been so refreshing, <sighs> especially for us long-term fans who've been watching for thirty to forty years. You know, it's really great to see Victor and Nikki together. But that looks like there's going to be some. Uh, some uh, problems in the future, so we can't wait to see. Well, there are always clouds on the horizon, you know. But I love working with her. We love working with each other. And um, but as you know, uh, without without darkness, there's no conflict. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, one of your Twitter fans says, uh, "Does Eric feel like Lucy snatching the football from Charlie Brown all the time when his character toys with Jack?" I thought that was a kind of a cute little answer uh, for question. Uh, uh, please explain it to me because I don't know the allusion. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, on uh, there's a cartoon called Charlie Brown, and there's. Uh, oh yes, and, of course. And uh, yeah. Lucy, Lucy's one of the characters, and she's always snatching the football away from Charlie Brown. So she was just comparing that with with your character that always toys with Jack. Is it fun to toy around with Jack? Well, it is. It is. Um, Great to work with him, with Peter, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. he is very good at what he does. And our enmity obviously has lasted a long time yeah, and seems right. to be unabated. So mm-hmm. um, uh, there's always something. We just don't like each other as characters, you know. Yeah. But I respect him very much as as an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, I, got, I was um, very happy during the YNR fan event that I got to meet him for the first time. I had him on the show this summer, and it was right. great to meet him in person as well. Right. I think it, I, I, your line was so long that I, I didn't stand in line because it was just, I, since I've talked to you before, I felt that I wanted to give other people a chance to talk to you. That's why I just came up to the side of you just so you can get a face to go with yes. your voice uh, and say yeah, hi to that you. Yeah, was, that, that, that was nice. It is always nice to to see the fans it really is and i must say twitter obviously um i didn't think i would like it and i like it a lot i must say if i only learn how to do the damn thing on this new phone all this highfalutin <laughs> stuff 
these damn things are so sensitive when you just, you know, made for very light touches. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is my style, but I'm learning. Well, anyway. Good. You know, I have well, to just jump in right quick and say, uh, Mr. Bray, and I think it's so, it, um, just first off, it's such an honor to talk to you. I mean, I'm so happy that Doug had told me he was going to be on the program tonight. And and because I, I am an ABC, you know, loyalist, but I know of you, of course, from Titanic and some other performances, and, of course, as Victor Newman. And I always said to myself that you're sort of like the Max von Sydow of daytime because mm-hmm. you have such dignity and you have such gravitas and so tall and so stern. And you're funny because you, when you say, how the hell are you, that is a classic. Or maybe that's classic Eric, and they wrote in you, bet. you because, you, you know, your way of delivery even now is, is, is like talking to Victor a little bit right now. Well, but, I'll, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But, um, yeah, so it's just so wonderful to be able to talk to you tonight. But I was just going to – I guess I wanted to go to one thing because I know there's been some – uh, just so uh, turmoil a little bit for the past couple of years in daytime itself, and we had some dif- you know differences on ABC, and we only had one left there. And what happened with that is that the fans have become so protective of what's on now, of you, and of Melanie, of all. Of, when Michelle left, they just went berserk. But mm-hmm. she came on I the know. program, and she was so lovely, and she she was such an angel. She said, "Look." My time came to an end. I love what I was doing. I have no hard feelings. I know somebody's going to come in and play the character beautifully. She was an angel. But well, I feel very badly that, that, that she left, I must say. I, I miss her on the show and uh, miss her as a colleague. I, I really uh, I, I didn't like the fact that she left. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to ask you because you are—I think you just—you're just sort of the go-to. You're the top of of this, and you, from your perspective, would be wonderful for the fans who are listening. You know, for the future of you—you're in the industry. What do you? What could you tell the fans to to ease them? When they on Twitter and Facebook, they are overwhelmingly protective of these of you, of you stars. For the writers, for the producers, they the, the producers and writers get a hard time because of what they feel the character's not going through. What do you feel for the, you know, 2014? Uh, we let already me, saw that Catherine... Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Yes. Uh, the writers and producers, especially the writers, uh, do the hardest job there is in this business. Mm-hmm. It's such a difficult job. Now, there have been a lot of changes in our show. I'm used to it all. I don't pay much attention to it. Um, I can't, because if you do, you, you know... Uh, one simply doesn't become involved in things one one can't change. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing but respect for the writers and for the people who produce the show. They all work their asses off. And mm-hmm. uh, they work very, very hard. It's so easy to come down on the writers. Um, so easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet it's the most difficult job there is in this medium or in this town. Mm-hmm. Writing is the most difficult job. Directing, forget it's easy. Acting, it's it's uh, easy. No, well, not easy, but none of it's easy. Mm-hmm. But writing is the most difficult part. So my heart goes out to writers who have to come up with storylines for 25 characters on a continuous daily basis. Mm-hmm. That's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And the producers who sit in the booth for hours on end every day, day in, day out, and the crew, they, they work their behinds off. Um, I have nothing but respect for it. So some things don't always... Um, you know, are not done to everyone's liking, but so be it. Tough, that's life. Uh, yeah. You go on, you try to do the best with what you're given. That's all. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, Doug, I wanted to interject. I think that was beautifully said, Mr. Bray. And um, I, I think that people are really protective of you, too. So for you going on into, the, you know, to more of the seasons of Y&R, of Young the Restless, how do you feel? Do you feel optimistic where the show is going? You know, not only for your character, but for the rest of the, for the canvas, because I've really see the power resurgence of Mr. I'm, Newman. I'm I'm yes. in, I'm in, 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 in very interesting storylines, and um, I'm very optimistic about the show. Some great storylines coming up, and uh, I feel nothing but optimistic. Oh, that's wonderful. That is, that is oh, I, good. I'm that's excited. Good. That's great because if coming from you, it just sort of it, it reassures. So because there's not many people like you left. You know, they've got Peter Bergman and, and so many other, you know, of, the, of that caliber that can reassure the legions of fans. You know, when you hear something at uh, Prospect Park and ABC, people get a little shaky, and then you come on and you say, look, you know, I'm, I, I tell like it is, this is who I am, and I feel optimistic. I'm sure the people who are listening are just, you know, taking a sigh of relief a little bit. Yeah. I just now finished some, some and have some more scenes to do, but wonderful scenes, yesterday as well. I mean, it's, 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 no, I, I have no uh, no question about um, the future of the show or how good it is, how good it will remain. I don't. I really don't. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some people may be disgruntled here and there. But listen, that's part of the course. Mm-hmm. I, I always call it dysfunctionally functional. <laughs> but, that, okay. but that really applies to any show that's right. that yeah. I've ever been part of right. for mm-hmm. 50 years. Nighttime film theater it's always um you know um in Kuwait sometimes not quite there's not a clear line sometimes um there's some conflict sometimes that's all part and parcel of our medium of any kind of creative process mm-hmm. you, you know you you feel yourself through it and you hope that it comes out the best that's all yeah and uh, i have great faith in in the people who, who write for us now, who produce the show, but I had faith in, in the others who were there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, everyone here and there sometimes doesn't hit it right on the on the spot, but so what? You know, yeah. uh, you, you, you move on. I mean, mm-hmm. even when Bill was here, when Bill Bell was head writing and producing, we had some arguments here and there about things. That's the creative process. Mm-hmm. Without that, you, you know, you have Dollsville. That's yeah. right. <laughs> may as well may as well sit in a in a rocking chair and 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 learn how to knit. Well, I, right. And I'm so happy that you that the character is not because again I'm a I'm a very much a, a fan of yours, Mr. Bray, and and the fact that you are back and that we've seen him fiercer and more you know engaged and and on an emotional level because you Catherine is, is gone and he has to he wants to respect her and still do. Uh, and do more business is, is what I, I'm excited about the future. I, yeah. I was just talking to Doug recently, um, and I wanted to ask your opinion. Doug Davis is one of the nicest guys to work with. Oh, Doug Davis, oh, yeah, a brilliant actor. You bet. Wonderful. Oh, my God, he was up for the Emmys and what well, he, he did. Well, he won the Emmy. Right. Oh, that's, of course, excuse me, thank you, because that performance as a father who was searching and grieving and up and down, I mean, he just did, I mean, unbelievable work yeah. when he was devastated by, you know, his character's I, um, right. son. But for you, I was I was want to ask you this this perspective. We don't see we have the, uh, Victor's family there. We have the wife and the children. I was always mm-hmm. always fascinated to know more about his history. And I was wondering for you, how would you feel if they came up with a sister for Victor, or a brother, or 
you know, somebody who is this contemporary who could come in and who will, you know, come in and, 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 and do more, where you have more scenes, a little more history from your family. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Or, I, I don't quite understand. In other words, the, the history of Victor's family, you know, when he grew up, we have discussed that on the show several times. That he, was, grew up in a, he grew up an in orphan. an orphanage, right. exactly. And uh, his, his entire relationship with people is based on that early experience. He doesn't trust anyone, really. Mm-hmm. And he wants love, he wants closeness, but he doesn't trust it because he was left by his mother, his destitute mother, at an orphanage when he was seven years old. Now, mm-hmm. that is an experience you don't forget. So yeah. he, is, he is mistrustful of people around him, but he mm-hmm. wants to trust them. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, no. I personally, I, Eric Braden, would be very upset if I had a relationship with my son uh, that wasn't, um, wasn't a good one. Mm-hmm. I'd be very upset. But Victor's yeah. a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you yeah. so much for that. Um, well, let's let's uh, switch topics for a little bit. Uh, Jamel had a sure. few uh, non YNR questions uh, for you, so uh, yep. go ahead. Jamel. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I I know that we was talking before the show came on. Um, I you know there's this movement right now with GMO free food. Um, yeah, I was just watching programs where people are talking about this is Man Health Month where people are growing beards out to sort of promote male um, fitness and wellness. And I was wondering for you, what is your stance on uh, GMO free meaning no chemicals, no pesticides? Uh, people you know, genetically to... modified foods. Is that what Hello, you're about? that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know enough about the science of it. I would be wary of it. Uh, very wary of it. Uh, once you tinker with nature, who knows? But there may be scientific evidence to the contrary. I don't know, but I would personally be very wary of it. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that was only a little, just one of those, um, you know, interesting things. I said, well, I wonder what Eric, you know, where he stands right. on, Mr. Brayton stands on this, this um, subject. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ask me some other questions. Go on. Well, okay, I have another one. <laughs> it's just it's so it's so it's just like it's unbelievable to talk to you because the Titanic and everything. Well, recently there was elections. I'm not sure if there was elections out in L.A., but um, a lot of things have been said about John Christie here in New Jersey, and also about different ways that the country is moving. Um, you know, for your own perspective, if you're really that, a lot of people are not that engaged in, in politics. I am a little bit. Where do you feel like the country might be going, or from based on elections going into 2014? Look, the essence of politics is compromise. Okay, so uh, I remember the days of the old Republicans and the old Democrats who certainly were willing to compromise on issues in order to move them forward. Uh, what is happening now, obviously, is with uh, the extreme wing, in this case of the Republican Party, the Tea Party, uh, unwilling to compromise on certain issues. That's not good. That is very bad for the country. In order for things to move forward, you need to be willing to compromise, mm-hmm. period. Simple. I, I agree. Totally. All right. So that's yeah. the difference between, I mean, I remember Ronald Reagan and a Tip O'Neill. They would compromise on issues. They would sit together and bullshit with each other and slap each other on the back and say, okay, let's do this. I mean, this partisan partisan rigidity, I absolutely loathe it with a passion, and I think it is is bad for the country. That's all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, A question from Twitter. Um, We all know you love sports, soccer, football, boxing. Uh, What is it about them that makes you like them so much? And have you done it all your life? Uh, sports have been been my saving grace, I must say, from early on. 
I grew up during a very tough time in Germany after the war, and uh, no food, nothing, and, and father died early on, and uh, my immediate family was plunged into poverty, really, and uh, I had to make a living working on farms besides going to school, and the thing that I had joy doing and pursuing was sports, and be it ice hockey, be it soccer, uh, and then my uh, main emphasis then turned to track and field, to specifically discus and javelin and shot put, and uh, I had the best time doing that. It mm-hmm. was a it was a time away from all the all the troubles, and uh, won the German Youth Championship with my team, mm-hmm. and when I was 17. And then when I was 18, I came to America. So sports have been, and since I've been here, uh, I've been involved on a daily basis with sports. And mm-hmm. I won the U.S. championship in soccer in 1973. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so without sports, I don't think I would have survived, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best thing you can do physically and psychologically. Yeah. For, it is as important for your physical health as it is for your psychological health. To work out, when you have a day of stress, we all do, it's inevitable. Um, and you work out for half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour, you feel totally relaxed, relieved, and that's why it is so healthy, uh, for so many reasons. You sleep better, you have, uh, everything is better afterwards. And yeah. uh, I can't do without it. And I would say it is a crime that uh, schools these days, great in high schools, are cutting sports programs. That's a crime. Yeah. Um, it's the worst thing that we can do to the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to learn to work out early on to make it a lifelong habit. It's the best mm-hmm. thing to prevent illnesses, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, I can't say enough about it. It's, oh, of it's course. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. I love American football, love watching it, uh, obviously love boxing, I've done some of it, still work out in boxing here and there, uh, love soccer because I played it for so long and mm-hmm. so intensely, um, I now watch it mostly, um, but I still work out every day with weights, with Olympic lifting, uh, with boxing, with, with walking up steep hills and uh, running up hills but not running anymore. I have a replaced, um, resurfaced right hip from all the years of sports. So I'm not so keen about pounding that. But I do, I'm going to continue running on the beach in the sand. That is very good. Anyway, I do something every day. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's great. So, so you know it, what? it's really oh. it, just real quick. I, I yeah. get some, uh, interject something real quick because uh, yeah. you know Victor. Victor go, when he gets you know he's when he's mad he goes to the <laughs> to that to the to the athletic club and he pounds that bag. So he, right. so it's nice to know that you know you've got that experience behind you. So when you're really going at it, it's really Eric Braden is you know trained to you know to to, to do you know to do right. that. So it's neat it's neat to see that. Um, I've got a couple more questions. I know we've got to wrap up here shortly. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see here. Uh, one thing I, I definitely wanted to talk to you about uh, just really quickly is this year we lost one of the best grand dames of, of, of Hollywood ever, Miss Jeannie Cooper. And um, I had the privilege of, of having her on my show twice. And during that cake cutting event that I, I first met you at um, this summer, that was her last day of filming. And she saw me and she gave me a big old pinch on the cheeks and she said, Doug, 
don't you ever stop doing what you're doing. In other words, she knows I'm trying to save and celebrate daytime. And that mm-hmm. was just such an, an amazing moment for me. And that's why I will never quit the, the fight for daytime. But I would just like to ask you if you could just share a memory or something on behalf of, of Miss Cooper. Listen, um, it took a long time to to get over her passing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love Jeannie. I loved working with her. And um, I had a, a deep kind of respect and affection for her. You know, mm-hmm. anyone who survived in this business as long as she had, uh, I had respect for. And besides that, we we had nothing but, but you know, she and I had a lot of laughs when we did scenes, mm-hmm. a lot of laughs. Yeah. She had a great <laughs> sense of humor, a very raunchy sense of humor. <laughs> and um, it, it we complimented each other in that way. And I, I loved working with her. I was very, I must say, that her passing stayed with me for a long time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we did yep. a three-hour tribute here on our show. We played both of our interviews, and I also played a chapter of her audiobook where she reads it. And uh, we did that out of respect for her and to her fans to, to pay yeah. tribute to such an amazing woman. Yeah. So I thank you for that, for sharing that. At, her, at the memorial, at her memorial, at her house. I remember, I'll never forget it, um, her son Corbin was giving a speech, mm-hmm. and um, at that moment, behind him, uh, there was a beautiful dove that landed right behind him on a branch, and as if listening to the whole thing, it's mm-hmm. almost as if she had come back in the form of that dove. Mm-hmm. That sounds corny, but I tell you, it was so damn touching. Um mm-hmm. It was a very touching memorial. She has wonderful kids, and um, um, I've just had great respect for Jeannie. Yeah, yes. miss her a lot. Yes, we all do. And and um, I'm, Jamal, I'll give you the last uh, question in just a minute. I just got to ask one more from Twitter. Um, uh, Karen says, "We know that you personally and that Victor Newman has great respect for veterans. Uh, this week we celebrated. You know, we, the the show had two episodes based on uh, veterans. How how was that for you, uh, being that you were, uh, you know, part of that and you know then them, them celebrating it on the show as well? Well, I share obviously." Um Karen's sentiment about veterans. I am just very upset when I hear that they are not tr- treated too well when they come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, uh, when our government, uh, be it Republican or Democrat, um, seems to forget about some of the veterans when they come back, I find that outrageous, to be honest with you. Yeah. And um, I think we should do everything in our power to make sure that they are well taken care of when they come back. You know, not only physically but psychologically, and that there should be no obstacles to mm-hmm. veterans' uh, medical treatment. Uh, mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That is, uh, that should be a first priority. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't like the fact uh, to read stories about vets having been forgotten once they're back. I, I don't. I, I can't stand that. Yeah. I can't stand all the rah rah rah, and then when they come back, Congress does not see to it that they're treated. Um, you know, in a, in a first-class manner. That I don't yeah. like uh, to be yeah. with. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate that that that, that answer. Uh, Jamel, go ahead, and uh, we're going to wrap up here because he's got to go. So any last questions or comments? Yeah, I have one last question. First of all, that answer was, I think, again, very spot on. As, as such 
a wonderful, um, such a wonderful conversation. But the last one is sort of a light one, that a lot of the artists in daytime, um, when they're not on camera, they, have, they do either music or art or they, uh, they write or they do a web series or anything. So is there anything that you do when you're not Victor Newman, not on screen, that you do because, just because you, you love it for no other reason, whether it be art or music or uh, web series or writing or anything? Yeah, good question. Um, very good question. I, I read a lot. Mm-hmm. I um, was the head of the German American Cultural Society for a while, oh. uh, where we talked about the enormous contributions made by German immigrants to this country, mm-hmm. and that no one ever talks about or rarely talks mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Germans constituted one of the largest ethnic groups in this country for many, many years, and the contributions have been enormous because of both world wars. Um, attention was taken away from that, and um, so I'm, I was busy with that. No longer that much. I wish I could write. Uh, it's what my son does brilliantly. Uh, wish I could had the um, patience to do it. I may start a biography. I keep on hesitating. And um, beyond that, I just read a lot. I have a lot of friends and deal with family and sports. What can I tell you? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah. Wish I could play music. I can't. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I could play music. Mm. Uh, wonderful. You know, I envy people who obviously mm. went through hard times as kids to learn instruments, but uh, how much that pays off later. I'm very susceptible to music, to all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm very busy. And <laughs> um, work out a lot, read a lot, uh, meet with friends, deal with family, and um, granddaughters, who I absolutely adore, and uh, there you are. Wow. Yeah. And you know what, I, 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 Doug, I want to just sort of rebut. First of all, thank you. But what you said about Germans and then the contribution, you're absolutely right. I was watching the PBS documentary, and I can't remember the name, but I remember uh, Heidi Klum had tweeted it because she was, she's also very sensitive to the fact that, you know, history doesn't really, you know, not everybody was that, you know, the history of Germany, it, it should not just be just one, you know, the, all those years. A 12-year period. It was yeah, a 12-year period that's in right. German history. Yeah, mm-hmm. as, as I've met yeah. some of the sweetest people here in New York City and in different cultures, you know, here, and they were German, and and so it's a lot of it's. Well, they're not, they're, to, not, they're just not different from anyone else, except that's right. for that uh, that dreadful, dreadful period. That's right, yeah. and uh, you know, we obviously now in retrospect wish that Austrian private had never come to power. Anyway, that's a whole different whole, story. That's right. Thank we you. can talk thank for you. hours about that. Yes, thank you. Well, we, we, we need to wrap up, but I just, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a funny note, I just want to, yeah. on a humorous note, I guess, uh, Tracy Lavelle is a big fan of yours on Twitter and Facebook, and she says, um, ask him if he ever ad-libs Jackass Abbott, or is it uh, in the <laughs> script? <laughs> uh, well... Uh, <laughs> it, it, it happens every so often. Yes, of course. Um, well, well, it's priceless. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, sir. Great, Doug. Th- thank you, nice Eric, so you. much. Thank you. And uh, be cool, and guys. Now, and we will have you back on next year sometime, okay? Continue, great continue success. Thank, thank you so right. much, sir. Thank you. All Thanks. right. Thanks, thank guys. you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. 
All right, that was a fantastic interview. Oh, thank uh, we're you. Going to, we're going to play uh, a tribute to Victor Newman. So yeah. sit back, relax, and we'll be back for our after and reminisce. show. And, and reminisce over the years of Victor Newman. There you go. Oh.
you have done to my life, I'm not just talking about a baby now. I'm talking about my wife. I'm talking about my family, my sister, my father. I'm talking Jabot. I'm talking everything you've done to me and my family. Dad, I'm telling you it was an accident. How often do I have to tell you that I'm sorry? I am deeply sorry about what happened. The last thing I wanted to happen is for me to be responsible for the loss of your child. All I you know is my that? son is dead. He's dead. the woman I love. Who is the man? Brock Reynolds' stepfather, Derek Thurston. The new executive of the Chancellor Company. Mm -hmm. And the lady? His wife, Catherine Chancellor Thurston. Would you consider acting as my second, Newman? You know, I'm sort of intrigued by the idea. I mean, a man willing to face death for a woman he cares about. It sort of appeals to me. Of course, you may refuse to fight me. Well, then you'll have one by default, won't you? And Catherine will see Derek for what he really is. You of all people should know who I am. What proof do you Where need? Where did you last see me? Right here, right in this very room. After Sabrina died, Nicky asked me to stop by, and I did. You hardly said a word, so I left, and I was worried sick. But now that I see you back to your ornery self, No one am having else to talk to me. May it. So happy you're back. Hold your friends. Would you like to hold her? Uh -huh. You've been so long to the 
Had a newborn in my arms there. It's a long time. Yeah. You're my little boy. You're my little boy. It's hard to imagine that my father again, isn't it? Hmm? Sweetheart, I don't know what you're talking about. It's what Mommy said. Oh. What exactly did you hear her say? She said you're my daddy. Mom said that you hated my dad. Is that true? Sweetheart. Didn't hate him, madam. Right? I'll be in my room. Look for your information. This is not just a fling, all right? It's been three weeks. How can you possibly know what it is? Sweetheart, don't you think you're using a double standard? You're allowing your mother to flaunt her relationship with this character that she's with. Why don't you allow me to do the same thing? Why don't you just do what you want, Dad? You always do. You know, this is just like you to jerk me around and push me away. Hey, I'm your black sheep son. What do you think I'm going to do? Hand over this company that I've built from the ground up to a sniveling, snot-nosed, ungrateful son? Is that what you think I'm going to do? I guess it tells me how you really feel about me. You betrayed me. You betrayed your own father. And while it is true that no one can hurt you more deeply than family, no one can bring you greater happiness. It fits. Looks wonderful, my sweetheart. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, Dad, when I was little, I always dreamed of being married and dressed just like this. You did? Mm -hmm. And now your dream is coming true. Okay? Well, hi. Hi, it's a horsey. Whoa. What a beautiful horsey. You made I that? made it for you, Victor. You did? Nice, look at that. You have talent. <laughs> you know where I'm going to put it? Hey. Right here on my desk. Right here.
is overwhelmingly beautiful. I'm so happy right now. My darling. I'm so happy right now. again for the young and the restless. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed that. If you recall, in 2009, uh, Victor did a videotape to Faith and he telling his story. And this is that episode condensed down to 15 minutes. So I, I really hope you enjoyed that. I found that audio for that and wanted to just kind of pay homage to the great Victor Newman. So uh, let me play this quick promo and we'll be right back. You love daytime like we do? Then tune in to Talk Soap each Sunday right here at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern as the men of Talk Soap review the week of soaps and deliver the latest daytime news. Be sure to follow us at Talk Soap on Twitter and visit us at www.talksoap.info. Now, back to the show. What did you think about that, Jamel? Oh, well, it was good. It was very actionate, and the, the sound was different, and the, the pace, it, it was very, very good. Yeah, you can definitely tell a difference in in a lot of uh, over the years. You can see how the show's evolved and changed uh, for different reasons, and, you know, music, and, and, and the, I, I miss that suspense music. I really do mm-hmm. miss that. We haven't had that for a very long time. Uh, I that, also that, miss that, like, the, 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 yeah, go ahead. Go oh, no, no, go ahead. No, no, I also miss the passion, you know, because you hear um, Jack say, you did it, you know you did it. We don't really get those kind of those kind of things where people are so hurt, so destroyed, you know, mm-hmm. where, where they really are destroyed. We don't get that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I miss, you know, people throwing uh, chairs out the window and taking portraits yeah. and banging it over the, the statue to break it. I mean, I miss that stuff. But so yeah. hopefully the writers can kind of recapture some of the magic that Bill Bell created uh, when he he created this such uh, amazing show. Well, we so heard directly from um, the actor itself. You know, that's why I asked those questions mm-hmm. because I, I knew people had that feeling, and I wanted to, you know, if anybody would feel a certain way, the person who helped create those those. <laughs> those scenes and, and those experiences for the fans, it would be the best to ask him straight up. And he said, look, mm-hmm. I, you know, I know about the ups and the downs, and even with the great uh, Bill Bell, I've had my moments, but I feel optimistic about the future. And I said, hey, look, uh, you know, that's, that, that, that's, that's, you know, wonderfulness to, to the fans' ears, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes, yeah. it's very much true. How did you true. feel so- when, you, when you heard him? 
Oh, it was just fantastic. That's why I let you, I, I let you talk a little bit more than me because I have I, you know I met him twice this summer and then I had him on the show last year. So we covered a lot of stuff. So for anybody that has not listened to our first interview, uh, please go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash on air with Douglas and scroll down until you see the Eric Braden. It's a over an hour interview and it's his life story within an hour and it's so amazing just so i mean i didn't even hardly talk to the whole episode episode when he came last november or i think it was and it was just fantastic and you i can just listen to him talk for hours because he's just got that 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 voice and uh he's so much different than victor newman so you know it's Mm -hmm. very it's uh it's it was it's really fun so once again you can go to and check out his website if you haven't. Uh, it's ericbraden.com. A lot of people spell his last name wrong, so be sure you follow him at Twitter, at E-B-R-A-E-D-E-N, and ericbraden.com is his uh, website to go check out uh, his gallery, bio, press, contact, all that kind of stuff. So uh, once he gets his phone and figure it out, he'll be back on Twitter and be tweeting all of us again. So moving on, uh, I just want to uh, make a few announcements. Um, first off, tonight, uh, the Spilled Tea will be on at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we've got two giveaways. Kim Douglas, uh, Jerry Douglas's wife, who plays John Abbott, she was on the week, on this uh, show last week, and she's going and to be given a she's going to be given a Bliss Happens gift basket with not only the book mm-hmm. but a whole bunch of other products as well. Um, and you're going to have to be the fifth caller when we start that contest. Then on the flip side, our co-host David has written a debut book, uh, and he's going to be giving away a copy of that as well, autographed, and we're going to be doing the fifth caller when we do that portion of the show. So be sure to tune in tonight. The links are on onairwithdouglas.com, and I'll be tweeting them out as well. So you can follow us at that sh- new show, at The Spilled Tea. So The hey, Spilled Tea. And I was going to say, you know what? What that sound like? The holidays have started. We're giving away presents, ain't we? <laughs> we give away yes, gifts. we're so. just like Ro- you know, like Rosie when she she when she created her show, she, her original show, the Rosie O'Donnell show back in the '90s. She's the one who started that whole giving the audience yeah, she did. gifts mm-hmm. and stuff. And you know, then she went to the View, and then she did that there. And then Oprah gave cars away. Well, we ain't giving nobody a car. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> but um, but we are just we do give you lots of entertainment and a lot of fun throughout our three. Shows. Shows, talk soap on Ever Doug and our new show, The Spilled Tea. So I hope you follow us for that. But big announcement, huge announcement for January of 2014. I am going to announce it now because I just got an email confirming more information about that while Eric was talking. So I, for, for people who follow me, I have been tweeting one particular goddess for over a year and a half now. And today... With the help of Jamel and I, she responded. Not me. No way. Well, you jumped in a little bit and made it happen. But anyway, the domestic goddess herself, who had her own show for 10 years, Miss Roseanne Barr, is finally coming to On Air with Douglas in January. And we are so proud and so excited to have such an iconic woman coming to join us and share her story. And who knows what we're going to talk about. But that is a dream come true for me because she is an idol of mine since the 80s. And being a fan of hers for 30 years watching her show for all those years. I watched reruns of her show, and I loved her show that was on called Roseanne's Nuts. Uh, She's just outspoken. Mm -hmm. She's funny. I'm just, I mean, she's very topical. If you follow her on Twitter, 
which is at the real Roseanne, she just will let you have it. Politics, government, <laughs> she will just let you have it. So I cannot wait till January, and I'm wow. going to try to do it. I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can book it for my birthday, my 40th birthday, which is January 15th. But the date is not set, but I just got an email confirming uh, January. So uh, wow. we're okay. very, very, very excited about that. Well, um, I w- what I wanted to say is that, um, and I think that it was a blessing since you, you said it already. I didn't know you were going to do that, but you said it. But I think that what happened was today that um, that woman, like you said, she's fierce, okay? She's fierce with, before the word was fierce. And, you know, you like you said it on Twitter, you say you've seen her, some, you, you, you've been talking to her for a minute. And I think that just somebody coming on, you know, so, you know, so like I am, like y'all here tonight on, on, on our show tonight, I, I give it to you straight too. I'm from Brooklyn and I have no no vanity or not, and I just go, hey girl, you want to come on the show? And I get, you know, I, and that's just how I've done it in the past with other things too. And people mm-hmm. are like, who is this? And what they and I and that's just how I do it. And I'm just so happy I asked for an assistant. And then you look at you, you took it and, and ran with it. But you know, I got your back. And you know, I saw you playing a little bit and and. And you said, well, I've been tweeting, and I said, well, I just let me just go up here, bam. And, and I, you, yeah, you know that even, um, I think it was even with um, the original Jill from, uh, from... Brenda Dixon. That's right. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, just how I am. And the sky's mm-hmm. the limit without show. I, I really believe yeah. that. I do. Yeah. I feel like you, you, you laid the, the groundwork, and here I, I come in sometime, and I just sort of come in, and, and I'm, I'm me. I, I yeah. Don't, I, well, that's yeah. That's why we, yeah. we that's why we make a great team. I'm, I mean, it took it took uh, going through several phases of the show and changes of the show to get a great chemistry. And uh, not only do you and I have a great rapport, and we have a lot of the same mindsets, but also the cast of Talk Soap and the yeah. the cast of the Spilled Tea uh, have great chemistry. So we really, uh, I'm really blessed to have everybody that uh, that is part of the show. Now tonight. With the spill tea, we have a special extra guest co-host. Um, this Monday, this past Monday, we had on um, a new artist who's emerging. He's a singer, fantastic singer. His name is Eris, and he. We had an almost two-hour, amazing, revealing, awesome interview. It was just like three guys just talking. It was fantastic. Uh, he's going to be joining us at the the Spilled Tea to uh, weigh in on our uh, hot topics. I'm not going to really call it hot topics because Wendy Williams uses it and The View uses it. So we're going to call it like guy topics or something like that. I don't know. We're going to figure something out. So definitely don't <laughs> miss tonight. I also booked somebody else uh, for tomorrow night. Now, last year, there was a video that went viral and got millions and millions. I mean, 10, 20, I don't even know how many millions of views. And it was from a guy named Shane Bittany Crony. And he uh, had uh, did a 10-minute video about the loss of his uh, boyfriend, uh, who fell off of a roof. Well, oh. he came on my sh- he came on my show and talked about that experience and talked about that he's going to make a documentary. Well, the documentary is done and it's on Netflix. It was premiered on OWN, uh, mm-hmm. Oprah's channel, and it's uh, available on DVD soon. Uh, and it's called Bridegroom. So he is going to be joining us tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern, and so we're doing excited. another giveaway, and the giveaway is going to be a signed copy of Bridegroom DVD. And once again, you have to be paying attention and be at the show live to 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 win. So if you want a copy of Bridegroom, which is an amazing documentary, an emotional documentary, but yet inspiring uh, for equal rights, love, 
uh, relationships. Acceptance. I mean, it's acceptance. I mean, it, it does. It's just not for you know gay people. I think everybody no. needs to see this film. Everyone. Can, that's right. Can I jump in right quick? I just have of to course. say this because you, you. Well, I think. Well, I guess I could, right? <laughs> but <laughs> um, I'm. I don't. I can't. I'm. That, that's it. That's it right there. All these jumping up words. Um, tonight, I'm still buzzing from speaking to. I keep call. I kept calling Mr. Brayton because I, I really have such respect for him. But from Mr. Brayton, and also um, the tomorrow's show and tonight's show, you know. And I wanted to say a little side note. You know, this this is the more demure, respectful without a without a buzzer, Doug. You know, tonight is going to be a totally different person. He's going to mm-hmm. be almost a lunatic. So I'm trying to prepare myself for that different side that I'm going to encounter mm-hmm. tonight. But um, tomorrow, look at him laughing already. But tomorrow's show, <laughs> I'm very excited about because I saw I did. I was one of the millions, I think, you know, who watched the program on OWN um, for the first time. I never knew the story in my life. And when Doug told me this, that he's going to be on the show tomorrow, I, I couldn't believe it because I just watched it. It was connecting, and I'm trying to talk to him on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And he's coming to the program, so it is just such a wonderful thing and I, I mean the, the program made me cry it really did and I think that what I got from it, it all is that if you took out the aspect the boy was gay what if the, what if the person who died was a female whose fiance was hated by the family this pretty much what happened and um, they refused to let uh, the fiance come to, to say that, you know respect to their beloved one that could happen based on the way it is you know people can keep you away if they wanted to you know they had the rights of their family and it was just so heartbreaking so it really is a story for everybody if you if you're in love and the lo- your loved one is gone and the family members have they re- you know don't like you and they they keep you away or or they have their reasons or whatever they do um they keep you away from a person who's gone it is devastating, and that's what was you know you can connect with that. It's just it, you can imagine, could not mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine my my pets, you know, not being there for them. I couldn't imagine a human being who loved and and you know everything. I mean, I could get Terry. I think about it right now because I was mm-hmm. I was almost destroyed just watching that program, and yeah. so I'm very excited. Yeah, yes, I, I'm very excited. Yeah, tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. so uh, we got about two and a half minutes left before the show ends. So I just want to give you a reminder to tune in tonight to the spilled tea. <laughs> um, it's going to be five guys just giving it uh, to you, straightforward or gay forward, <laughs> uh, yeah. to uh, oh, they, just what? No, I was trying to think. You said you're just straightforward. I'm trying to think who who catchphrase was. I'm giving it to you straightforward with no chaser. You know, I'm trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, I think maybe Karen, uh, Karen from Will and Grace. I can't, but somebody said yeah, like pro- that. Probably, probably. More That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to win some prizes, we're starting to oh, do yeah. that now. So uh, do, do tune in and make sure that you put your kids to bed or wear earphones because it is a rated R show. It is a rated R show. Uh, last week's was a little bit racier. Tonight we're going to be... We've, we've got topics that we're going to cover, um, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So tune in and also tune in tomorrow night for uh, the bridegroom giveaway uh, as well. Everything can be found at onairwithdouglas.com. Thank you, Eric Braden, for being on the show. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jamel, for being my co-host, of course, always. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for the live tweets that were tweeted during the show and on Facebook. Uh, December 16th is our two-year anniversary show. I cannot believe it. 2.1 million listeners. And we're going to have a we're going to, we're trying to figure out how to have a great two year show two year celebration show so that's December sixteenth so until tonight goodbye 
and uh, go do something good for somebody else that you don't know, for a stranger, a homeless person. Open the door. Do something nice because when you do good, you receive good. And with that, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Be sure to see what's coming up next at www.onairwithdouglas.com. With over 240 shows in the archives, take a look around and listen to all the great guests you missed. Follow the show on Twitter at OnAirWithDoug and at JBrooklyn44. Until next time, have a great night.